Hello, and welcome to the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Guthrie, and I'm an attorney, mediator, trainer, keynote speaker, author, podcaster, social media influencer, technology junkie, consultant, and coach. And although I know that sounds like a lot, but what it really means to me is that I've found a way to make a living doing what I love and doing it in a way that lets me help others. So in this podcast, I want to share some tips and insights into helping you create the career that lights you up and pays your bills, whether that's as a mediator, attorney, collaborative professional, or really anything that you are passionate about. So I'll be chatting with some of the most successful and influential experts in all areas associated with building your practice, and I'll share my own thoughts and the lessons I've learned along the way. So come along on the journey with us and soon you'll have a practice that will let you make money mediating too. Hello and welcome to the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today I'm going to dive into the top five traits of my most successful clients. It's interesting because this episode topic came to me when I was a guest on someone else's podcast recently, and they asked me, you know, Susan, what's the top trait that someone needs to have to succeed as an entrepreneur? And I thought to myself, wow, great question, really hard to answer, because I don't think there's any one trait that makes someone successful as an entrepreneur. But when I sat down and really thought about what I see in my consulting practice, in my coaching practice amongst my clients who are really successful, I did see certain trends, I would say, in the traits that stand out. So, you know, what many of you may not know, because most people know me as a, an attorney, as a mediator, as a trainer, I also work as a professional coach and, and have a consulting business working with professionals, helping them build their practice. And I'm lucky because for those of you who think the only people who hire coaches or consultants to help them grow their business are people who are just starting out, think again, because many, many, in fact, most of my clients are successful practitioners already, but people who are looking to expand their business, add new you know, maybe services or aspects to their business, make changes in their business model, get a better work-life balance. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why people will end up working with a coach. So, you know, since I've had the privilege of working with some really top-tier professionals, people who have achieved the success that they want out of their career and practice, but they are people who are always looking to make it better. I sat down and I thought, you know, what's, what is it that these people have that really helps them get it done? Whatever that it is for them, right? They come to me for, as I said, a variety of different reasons. So what I want to do is break down what I found to be the top five traits 
These are not in any particular order, but I'm gonna go through each one and then I wanna summarize. So be sure you stick around to the end of the episode because once I talk about the five traits, I have another really important tip. So be sure to stick around that brings it all, you know, full circle and brings it all together. But let's just dive into those five traits. Number one, again, in not any particular order, they do not procrastinate people. (laughs) They do not let the grass grow under their feet. When they have a plan in place, they execute that plan. And let me, you know, sort of give an example of this. So recently I was working with an extremely professional female attorney who has not one, not two, but three law firms under her belt. She's way younger than I am, incredibly successful, but she wants to get more work-life balance in her life and, and find a way to balance being a young family with having this hugely successful business empire, I'll call it. So she came to me and wanted to work on coming up with some ways of making money that were less time intensive, what I call the evergreen resources, right? So we settled in on on on-demand programming, something that she could create once and then sell multiple times again. And this is just one idea. But so we, we, she has a wealth of knowledge, obviously. She's done a lot of amazing things in her career. We, we singled in on some that we thought we could turn into, you know, really successful on-demand training. She, we came up with the plan for this. And let me tell you, within 30 days, that program was launched. And when I say launched, I mean done, filmed, created, marketing done, tour to, you know, promote that was done. She got it done. So all she needed was the work and the help in, you know, visualizing, brainstorming and pulling together the idea. As soon as she had that plan in place, she executed. So top tip number one, no procrastination, get it done, right? Get out there and put your plan in place. Trait number two that I see amongst all of them is they know their value. They know they're good at what they do. They have what I will call a healthy ego, not an outsized one. And we all know the difference, don't we? Right? We all know that colleague who either has an outsized opinion of what and what they do and how good they are at it. Or we have the one who's actually good at what they do, but gosh darn it, they will never shut up about themselves. And it's actually off-putting. What I admire and see in my successful clients is that they are very well aware of what they bring to the table. They are not afraid to ask for what they are worth. And that is something that many of us struggle with. And they are willing to put the work in to be worth what they think they're worth, right? So I know that's a little too much worth within the worth, but they will set a value on themselves and then they live up to that value. They, they perform, 
they bring to the table what they say they're going to bring to the table. So I guess that's maybe two things. They know their value and they live up to their hype. Two important aspects all in one trait, I think. And this is something that comes up all of the time, right? We are often asked to put a value on ourselves, right? In fact, for those of us who have service-based businesses, we have to put a value on ourselves every single day. Every single time we ask someone to pay us for what we do, we're setting a value on ourselves. And so the, the really healthy top tier people are constantly evaluating what they're, they're worth, and they are constantly tweaking what they ask for based upon what they know their value to be. And our value constantly is changing as we grow, as we evolve, as we continue to train, as we continue to learn and grow in what we do. So tip number two, know your own value and be healthy about letting others know how good you are and what you're worth. Don't be oversized or outsized with your ego. Tip number three or top, top trait number three, they are open to suggestion. I mean, the ones that I'm working with, frankly, they hired me to come in and brainstorm with them or to guide them along a path. These are, you know, we're talking about the successful clients here. And so these are people who have achieved. These are people who have done it. They have gotten to certain levels of success in their career. And yet, as I said at the top of the episode, they still come and get help when there's some new direction they want to go in, when they realize that some guidance would be helpful, or just when they're stuck. They know they need a change or they know they want something different, but they don't know how to get there themselves or they need just the accountability partner. I cannot tell you how many of my successful clients come to me and say that my number one role in their life beyond being the person who guides them and gives, helps them brainstorm is to be their accountability partner. So these are people who know they need someone to set that bar for them. So that's a, a place, if you're sitting there in your career, you know, we just finished, it's interesting, we just finished an advanced mediation training at Moston Guthrie. And at the end of all of our trainings, we always ask people, what's something from this training that you've just put all your time and energy into that you're going to take into your practice and you know, put into play on Monday. That's one of Woody Mostyn, my, my partner's famous sayings. He will always ask people, you know, what is it that you're going to, to do on Monday? And in this particular training, as we just finished it, we asked for many of the people to say, well, what, you know, what are you going to take from this training? And a few people said, oh, well, I'm going to, and they gave a pretty oblique answer oh, well, I've realized how important my network is to me. And so I'm going to start reaching out again. And Woody held their feet to the fire and said, what exactly are you going to do? And he became their accountability partner in that moment, right? He made them really break that idea of reaching back out to their, this in this case, mediation network of colleagues and 
pick three people in that moment that they were going to reach out to. He made them state how they would reach out and what the contents of that outreach would be and the goal for that outreach. So that's, you know, guidance and being open to accountability and be having your feet held to the fire. It's someone who helps you take that bigger idea and being open to breaking it down into the small pieces and then being expected to follow through. Listeners, I'm taking a quick break just to let you know that as an additional resource for you, I recently launched a free practice building tip of the day newsletter on LinkedIn, which will put quick tips and insights right in your mailbox every Monday through Friday. You can go over to my profile on LinkedIn and sign up there, or you can find the link at neon.page backslash Susan Guthrie. I'll put the link in the show notes to make it easy for you. And now I get back to our podcast. And that leads me, by the way, to top trait number four. These people who are successful, they don't just expect success to come to them. They are incredibly hard workers and they find a way to get things done. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast before it was Make Money Mediating and it was Learn to Mediate Online, there's an episode with my friend Ben Kiker, who is a coach, and he talks about something, he calls it the GSD mentality, and that stands for get done, right? I won't say the the out loud because that makes me put an explicit on the podcast, but it's a get it, get it done mentality. And I can tell you the people who have success are people who don't let failures knock them down. They just get back in there and they get it done. And that get it done, do the work mentality is really a critical part of this because as all of us know, we are going to get shot down. We are going to have failures. In fact, I think, was it Edison who said, you know, the person who is a success is the person who picked themselves up after their hundredth failure and tried again, right? You're a failure when one between one and 99 failures is the one that makes you quit. You're a success when on the hundredth time you get up and you get it done. And that is definitely a top trait of my most successful clients. And then the last trait might be one where some of you are going to say, I honestly don't see what that has to do with being successful and how this could possibly help you attain success. Because tip number five, trait number five, is that they are generous to others with their time, knowledge, and experience. They have an abundance mindset where they want to help others to do whatever it is others want to do, right? They are generous to a fault with their knowledge, with their time, with their expertise. I'll go back to that example of my client with the three law firms she is someone who the, the programming that we're building out is based upon her knowledge 
and experience in building these successful practices. But at the core of what she wants to help people build are law firms that help people go through a certain process in a better way, that help people have a healthy legal process and that will help to honestly make society as a whole better by changing a paradigm for certain clients and clientele. And she's doing that by supporting the professionals who are going to help people do that. And she's supporting them with her time, knowledge, and experience. And I think this goes to, you know, to that abundance mindset. I recently wrote a newsletter in the top practice building tips of the day newsletter on LinkedIn. I'll put a link in the show notes for those of you who aren't subscribed. I highly recommend following it because I share a tip a day, at least Monday through Friday. (laughs) I give myself weekends off. That's that work-life balance, folks. But in there, I did one newsletter that talked about networking. And I'll link to this particular one also so you can read it. But the whole point of the networking was that don't keep score in networking. That is not the point of good networking. So many people network these days with a goal to getting referrals if you're in my world of law and mediation or having someone send you a customer or a client or buy something from you, whatever it is your particular, you know, you never know who's going to need a car or sell a house. And yes, certainly referrals or business is something that we are looking to, but truly successful networkers don't give expecting to receive. They give. They are generous with their time, their knowledge, and their experience. And what people find is that comes back to them multiple in multiples, right? And, and I know that sounds maybe Pollyanna to some who are listening. I can tell you from my personal experience, it's extremely true. And as we like to say, right, karma really does remember. So have that abundance mentality. Realize, and here's something that I've learned from doing so many podcasts. I think between my two podcasts, I've done well over 300, maybe almost 400 podcast episodes. Many of them, most of them, the majority where I'm interviewing others. And what I have found is that everyone has value they can share with others. Everyone's story has value. Everyone has has something they've learned that has value. You do too. And you can be generous with your time, your knowledge, and experience. So top five traits of my most successful clients. Now here's what I told you to stick around for because I want to make this clear. Because you're saying to yourself, right? That's great, Susan. That's them. They've got these five things and I don't have all of those or I don't have one of those. That's just not who I am. What am I supposed to do? Does that mean I can't be successful? And I just want to share with you all, never fear. Never fear because I too do not have all of those traits. What I'm saying in this episode is that those are the five traits of all my clients as a whole. If I look at each and every one of them individually, I don't know that each one has 
all five traits and very transparently with you all, I certainly don't have all five of those traits. If any of you have ever met me and know that if I don't have a deadline, things don't get done. (laughs) So procrastination is not something that I can say I don't do. But here's the thing. You don't know that you have to have them all to be successful, but you maybe need a sixth trait. And maybe this is the one that is essential. And that is you need to have awareness and adaptability. Because for the traits that you do not have, you need to one, be aware that you don't have them, that it's important that you not let grass grow under your feet or that it's important that you be generous with your time or that you are open to suggestion guidance and an accountability partner. But if you don't have those things and you're aware of it, you need to be able to adapt or put in place, I'll call them processes, right? Processes that will help you through the fact that you don't have those, right? That will help you to execute, that will help you to get stuff done instead of Ben's GSD, right? That will help you be accountable. I mean, the one on that is obvious, right? Like my clients, hire a coach, hire an accountability partner, hire someone to set this out for you. If you need someone to help you find opportunities to be generous with your time, your knowledge and experience, you can have your assistant look for opportunities for you to go speak to public groups or things of that nature. Each one of these top five traits, if it's not inherent in your nature, it is something that you can adapt systems and put in place so that you can have these things in your life. So I mentioned, I'm just going to give one last sort of example here as we round out this episode. I am a big thinker. I love brainstorming. It is one of the things and the joys in my life in working with people. It lights me up. But breaking those big ideas down is a place where I can sometimes need help or at least in the accountability part. And it's interesting, right? Because I'm an accountability partner for others, but when it comes to holding myself accountable on time and getting things done, I need some help. So you know what I did? I hired a project manager. She is amazing. I heard about her from a friend who said, oh my gosh, you've got to hire Emily. She is amazing and she has changed my my practice. This is a friend who's not an attorney or mediator, but who does something completely different and who has been more than worth what I pay for her in what she has helped me to accomplish. So doubled down on that, took a leap of faith, hired Emily. And again, any of you who know me know that in the past few months when I've been working with Emily, I have accomplished more and done more things that light me up and set me on fire, such as starting the Make Money Mediating podcast that you're all listening to with her help. So although I don't have the no procrastination and the get things done in, you know, as if I'm on fire sort of personality, Emily and hiring Emily or hiring a project manager 
has been the adaptability that I've been able to bring to getting my things done. And it's been a wonderful experience. So there are always options out there. First key is being aware. That's why we do this podcast episode. You know the top five traits of my most successful clients. You now can look at yourself and see where you excel in those five traits and where you might need a little help. There's your awareness. And then start thinking of how you can adapt or what systems you can put in place to help you have all top five traits and be a most successful entrepreneur. Because what I'm here to do is help you all make money mediating or find success however you define it. So thanks so much for joining me on this week's podcast, the Make Money Mediating Podcast. And join me again next week on Thursday where I'll have another wonderful guest who's gonna share their time, knowledge, and experience with you all. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Make Money Mediating Podcast. I hope you got some great insights and tips on creating your dream practice. Join us every week on Thursdays for a new episode. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you're enjoying the podcast, here's a shameless ask. Please consider giving it a five-star rating and tell us in a review what you find most helpful. It's honestly the best way for others to find the show so that they can make money mediating too. I'll see you next week.